At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. What's up, folks? And welcome into this VSIN Primetime presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Sean King is here. I'm filling in for Tim. I'll actually be here tomorrow, too. How about that? And I'll be here next Monday. I'm just getting all the time off. Of the yeah, world, huh? This is a world traveler. His loss is my gain. Yeah. Get to come in here and hang out with Sean. I wonder how much colder it is in Boise, Idaho than it is in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm not good at math, uh, but we can actually. We have the technology to see what it is. Let's see. Ugh, why would you ever live in places like this? 24 degrees right now with a 15% chance of precipitation. It's going to snow tomorrow. Is he yeah. there tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's there in Boise. Oh, yeah, he's there. I'm yeah. here tomorrow. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I wouldn't lie there. I would never, I've never thought, like, I've never understood, like, back whenever, right? Some people's ancestors are like, this is it. Yeah. We're settling here. So Boise, I when I was uh, at NBC Yahoo, we mm. had the Mountain West Conference. So I had to make a couple trips to Boise. Downtown Boise is actually pretty dope. That's what I hear. Now, I'm not going to vouch for Green Bay. We stayed <laughs> in the Appleton. We drove to Green Bay. Listen, I'm sure the fans are, are amazing there, but but I'm good on that. Uh, but, Appleton, but Wisconsin. kind of nice. Uh, the birthplace of one Greg Hoops Peterson, I believe. Yeah, yeah. The world became a better place. Why Greg lives in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of people I meet that are from the Midwest. Keyword from, because they left there to come to better places like Las Vegas. Shout out to Boise, though. Boise is dope. If you've never been to Boise, you like downtown Boise. That's actually pretty nice. I'm doing more traveling to cover, like, UNLV sports. So I've been able to hit up some of the Mountain West towns. Yeah. Uh, San Jose was not a great town. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, up there in Hawaii, that was pretty dope. Uh, those are pretty, like, the seedy little, like, you know, back streets of Hawaii. Some of those dive bars are pretty pretty dope spot out there. San so. Jose was interesting for me because, like, not being very familiar with California, uh, my second year at University of South Florida, second or third year, we opened the season at San Jose State. Yeah. And because, you know, Tesla's there, you think they're, like, this is immaculate, oh. upscale neighborhood. It's really not. It's not at all. <laughs> I was like... Okay, I'm not really sure where we are right now. I, uh, when we got to the stadium, the stadium, I'll say, like when we got to where they play football, I was like, "This is it." Yeah, it goes down in the ground. It was yeah. hot. It's like, yeah, yeah it's I'm not the greatest spot in the world. To get back to Tampa. I think it was built in like 1920 something. Maybe even <laughs> uh, maybe even later than that. All right, four o'clock. Uh, that means we got a lot of stuff that is uh, just getting started in the world of sports. We got two NBA games uh, that are set to tip off right now. 
Uh, two interesting ones at that, if I may say myself. Cavaliers are going to close as about six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Utah Jazz. Total of 219-and-a-half. Uh, that is a game, Sean, which I do have a bet on. I laid six uh, with the Cleveland Cavaliers here against Utah. And um, the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Toronto Raptors. Don't look now. I'll tell you what. I just bet Philadelphia, I think 24 or 23 to 1, uh, to win the NBA Finals. They very quietly, they've won four straight, but they're starting to get healthy. James Harden's come back. Since Harden's come back, their offense has been freaking phenomenal. They're still waiting for Tyrese Maxey. They were a team that I thought at the beginning of the year, I was just going to wait and see what the futures market did. And if I got the price that I wanted, I was in. Got the price that I wanted. I'm in. So, I have a real love-hate relationship with Philly. I do have a Philly to win the NBA championship together. I think a 19 or something to Let's one. Ride. But I'm already prepared for this, this letdown. Right? Because what I said was, when you attach yourself to a team mm-hmm. like Philly, it's not about the talent. It's about the fact that you have to be willing at some point just to let them go. Like when you when that body language gets bad and you know, Maxi and and uh and uh Harden, PJ Harden, Tucker, yeah. Yeah, they start fuss, fussing at each other about, you know, manipulating the ball too much and, and you you're mad at MB because he's at least by 35 pounds, the biggest player on the court, and he's by the three-point line the entire playoff series. Yep. So I have the bet with you there, but unlike last year where I allowed them to stress me out because I picked them last year to win it, I, I'm, I'm not going to allow that to repeat itself. Yeah. Uh, the Philly is, for for the last couple of years, they are kind of the, the ghost that I've been chasing a little bit. Like, they've had a lot of teams where you're like, man, this team should be pretty freaking good. Um, and then, of course, they, they ultimately flame out. I got faith, though. This team, once it starts to come together, I think is going to be pretty damn good. And the interesting part about their matchup, too, for those who haven't been keeping track of any of this, how about this for Toronto, a team that a lot of people thought were actually going to be kind of the sneaky dark horse. They've dropped five straight, both straight up and against the spread. Over their last 20 games, Sean, they are 7-13 and 13 straight up, Toronto is, 6-14 and 14 against the spread. They failed to cover by 6.7 points per game. Okay. So they've kind of been falling apart. Markets moved a little bit in Philly's direction here. Not a lot. There was actually some buyback. It got as high as 7.5. It's going to close here in the range of six and a half or six, depending on where you shop. But the Raptors are looking to stop the skid on the second leg of a back-to-back here against Philadelphia. So two interesting games, and uh, we'll be keeping track of both of them as they get started. But uh, that's why I brought the other laptop too, by the way. Raptors might be one of the more disappointing teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were a team that felt like their young pieces were of such significance that they weren't willing to move any of them. You know, and any of the off-season blockbuster deals that were kind of whispered. Kevin Durant. Yeah, it was, no, we don't want to give up. You know, what's the uh, young kid from FSU? Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. You know, we don't want to include Fred Van Fleet. 13 and 17. Yeah. Only thing moving in their favor is this is a, this looks like the NFL. Like the parody, like everybody's kind of like hovering around 500. Maybe, you know, a game or two each way. I mean, outside of Boston and Milwaukee, I mean, it's it's a lot of I don't really know what's going on. Well, and that's so that's why for my like, like I tend to do this with like my strategy when it comes to betting futures in the NBA. And I've brought this up a lot. I wrote about it at the beginning of the season in the guide. It, like it is 82 games. There are so many ebbs and flows mm-hmm. to this season where like I've brought this up before and I've always asked oddsmakers like I would, Sean, kind of be a little stubborn if I was like managing futures odds for for an example to kind of move teams just because like you get these stretches where teams are going to be hurt. Like, for example, Philadelphia, right? It's not that Philadelphia got off to a kind of a slow start, but they fell off because of injuries. You know those guys are coming back at some point. So why would a team that at the beginning of the season I said was 14, 13 to 1 to win a title, why did I move them to 24 to 1? Because they're missing a couple of guys that are eventually going to come back. They're eventually going to be the team that you expected them to be. So that's why like, I've got only two futures uh, teams that I have bet on to win the NBA Finals. I bet Philadelphia 23-1, t- uh, to 1, <clears throat> and I keep going up. It, when that number keeps moving on the Clippers, I got them at 1050. I got them at 11-1. to 1. I, the, And circuit keeps moving them up. I think I might go in again at 11-50. Kawhi Leonard's starting to get healthy. Yeah, this you, like, you, you just like pain. Oh, dude, trust me. Well, and think about it. But you, dude, this is why I brought this up, to your point. Look at the Western Conference overall at this oh, point right now. I mean, if not them, who? I'm, right. I'm with you. The Memphis Grizzlies look like they could be the best team. The Pelicans have lost three straight. They're not playing very good basketball. The Nuggets can't defend you or me if we were out there running the pick and roll. The Suns are falling apart. And then your five and your six seed are Sacramento and Portland. Golden State's three and 14 on the road. I mean, Dallas is three and 10 on the road, which is amazing. You know, I say this. I respect you a lot because that's your uh, one of your areas of expertise, the NBA. Me personally, I get so frustrated 
This is the only way I participate in NBA betting. I live bet any favorite that goes down by 10 or more in the first half. Why not? To me, that's the angle of the NBA betting. I've I've dumbed it down. I think I'm the smartest NBA player in this country, and I have one approach. I look at the teams that are favored. Mm -hmm. If they go down 10-plus points in the first half, then, okay, I look at live betting them. Because a lot of times you'll get – you know, a team that was, you know, minus nine, minus 10, don't go down 10, they'll be, you know, minus three or four for the game. And there'll be a lot of value there. Yep. I do, these games were so go back a couple of nights ago, to your point, the Nets go to Toronto, the team mm-hmm. we're talking about. They're trailing by 10 at halftime. They come out in the third quarter, outscore them 36-22, <laughs> and they end up winning that game. Yeah. Right? And it's only 10 points, but in the, like in the NBA, that's nothing. Yeah, it goes it away happens. in the blink of an eye. It happens. It is wild. So you're right. It's, That's how I approach it. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially those games with high totals, right? Because there's going to be a lot of variance. You're going to have a lot of high scoring. So uh, there is a very strong argument to be made that, like, betting NBA preflop is somewhat of a fool's errand because you're just because you might cover a game because it's preflop, right? You might cover that preflop number. There's a pretty good shot that you're going to get the better number during the game because of the way that these games are going to be played. And how, how many minutes are in an NBA game? Oh, why am I blanking? 48, 48 yeah. 20, yeah. Here's why I don't bet preflop. Yeah. I have no idea what they're going to give me for 48 minutes. Right, and 102 possessions. I mean, the, the, the ebb and flow from a attention to detail and a commitment to doing it the right way from the players. I mean, it's, it's such a huge variance. I have to wait and see. Like, okay, yeah. let me. are they going? Are they willing to sweat tonight? Like, let me find out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or is it, like you said, I mean, that's the tough part about that. I think I have to get better as an NBA handicapper taking situations more seriously. Like, I'm more data-driven, right? So, like, when I see New Orleans the other night, for example, New Orleans plays consecutive games at home against a Phoenix Suns team that they hate. Mm-hmm. They put everything into those two games. Then they got to go on the road to take to, to play Utah, right. and they lose both of those games. Right. And, like, every number, I think, would point you to New Orleans in both of those games. And I bet on New Orleans in both of those games, and yet they lost both of them right. because they just got, you know, everything handed. They did everything they could to beat the Suns in two games at home, and then they're like, oh, we got to go play Utah now? And then what happens? They go play Phoenix right after that. And whoop them. Well, and Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix whooped them. Okay. Because Phoenix was like, okay, we just took Gotta two on the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it is it is wild. Like, the situation should probably weigh more for me when it comes to handicapping the NBA. Because you're right. Like, sometimes guys are on the second leg of a back-to-back <laughs> playing their sixth game yeah, in, like, like whatever amount of nights. At all. And they're in, like, Orlando. And they're just like, dude, come on. Like, let's just get this done. Yeah, we're staying at the Phoenician. <laughs> I can't wait to get back by the pool. <laughs> okay. Think of that. Can't wait until the, uh, well, maybe. But when they get here, the NBA? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Remember the Vegas Golden Knights? Their first year had the Vegas flu? Oh, I think there's going to be quite the Vegas flu if the NBA comes Especially here. Especially in that league because you stay. Like, it's 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 normal to be in a city two days before the game or a day and a yeah. half before the game and then stay after. Like, that's kind of where the NFL, you get the short end of the stick. Because city-wise, NFL, most almost every team's in a great city, major right. city. But, I mean, you're literally, you get there Saturday around 6 p.m., 5 p.m. for a 1 o'clock game Sunday, and you're from the stadium to the airport on Sunday. You don't even go back to the hotel. Or teams like – because you're right, like Washington, like you you do that that back-to-back in L.A., so you like stay in L.A. for like three days, and you're like, let's get out of here, man. Let's go do something. Absolutely. With the Wizards, we stink. Let's go (laughs) go play around town instead of doing this. Uh, All right, so with that, two games underway in the NBA. we got plenty in the NHL as well that we can keep track of. Uh, throughout the next couple of hours. I do have something for Sean uh, as we kind of come back and talk a little bit props with Danny Burke. I have bet two first touchdown scores in this Monday night matchup. We'll get uh, Danny's thoughts on those, Sean's thoughts on those, or whatever Burke's got for us on the other side. Nice. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network. Look out, folks. Might get a uh, pissed-off Donovan Mitchell night. He's already got a uh, a quick eight points for the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're up 10-6 over the Utah Jazz. All right, well, we're not here to talk basketball. Danny Burke is with us. Him and his fine mustache are here to talk some NFL props. Danny, what's going on, buddy? The mustache looks a little thin. Did you get rid of it? What's going on here? <laughs> nah, just trimming it up a little bit. You know, got to keep it clean around the holidays so my family members don't completely scold me for it. But, uh, yeah, we're doing good. How are you guys doing tonight? I thought maybe you trimmed it because you had the Patriots. Uh, in the Raiders game. <laughs> or maybe you gave out the Colts money line like somebody I know. No, I will speak for Danny. So Danny and I were actually on the air together uh, on Saturday for the first half, and he had a, a money line play on the Vikings pre-flop. I bet the Vikings in-game, and it was a much smaller price than what you could have gotten, and we both left each other at halftime because we were done with the show, thinking that we're both cooked. Like, okay, this game's over, 33 nothing. Who cares? It's a loss. How are you feeling with your new amount of money, huh, buddy? <laughs> that game was an emotional roller coaster. I know. I was thinking, I was like, JBC and I went complete opposite spectrums from where we left the show to obviously the end of the game. So, yeah, I did like the money line parlay with the Vikings and the Bills because instead of finding a teasing partner for Buffalo, I had a little bit more confidence in Minnesota, but not necessarily on the wow. spread. So I, so I paired them together. So that was nice. But no, Sean, I did not have the Patriots. The Raiders didn't have anything in that game. Surprisingly enough, did not suffer a bad beat in that event. But uh, I, I'm shocked because based on the way some of these plays have gone, usually I've been on the bad end of that. Like the punt return touchdown for that Jets and Patriots game. That was like a game I was on the wrong side of. So luckily I avoided that one this weekend. It was a rough weekend. Think about having the Cowboys and you're like, what is going on? And it's back and forth. And all of a sudden you get to overtime and you're like, okay, we got the ball. We're good. They're going to yeah. drive down. You know, we're going to be okay here. And he throws a pick six. Does this? It was. Yeah, I can't wait yeah, till college just, football it, starts. Just, oh, that's next year. <laughs> it, it, it was so tough. And, hey, by the way, I know uh, your producer, Britton, and I are excited as well. I know you were giving grief to our Huskers the other week. Oh, See, boy. that's what happens. Yep. When, you, when you come on primetime and you bring up a program that hasn't been relevant, and we're talking Nebraska Cornhusker football. You can't do it. Yeah, since the early 1800s, I think it was the last time they were good, um, pre-Tom Osborne. Leather helmets. Yeah. That's what happens. Your video goes out, stuff freezes. Or the curse of the Cornhuskers. Or your guest joins you from the TI uh, bar. And uh, and the internet goes out as well. Yeah, so. Danny, that's what happens when you bring up irrelevant football programs. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. My bad. We're doing a, a different location here. You're right. I shouldn't have brought it up. That's on me. I deserve that bad connection. No more Husker talk, boys. Oh, look at those guitars. I expected those to be yours. I guess uh, I'm very disappointed at this point. All right, uh, let's move on to today. Uh, we'll give you the floor, Danny, uh, of the uh, props that you have played so far for this Monday night game confidence meter. Which one would be the one that is at the top of your list? Yeah, the, the only one that I uh, did officially right now, guys, was Baker Mayfield over his passing yards. 188 and a half was the number that I found last night when I was searching around. A couple different books had it available in Illinois, but it was really kind of a widespread market because you saw it at 188 and a half at several shops, and then it was as high as like 197. So 
I thought because of the variety and because of how big of a separation it is, and just because of my analysis on it, that it was a pretty solid play to make. Uh, look, the Packers' pass defense is fairly solid. They're eighth, according to DVOA. Uh, they're only allowing 18 and a half completions per contest on 28 attempts, both which is second fewest in the respective category. But you also have to consider, well, why is it so low? It's because in a lot of these games, the Packers have been the ones trailing. They haven't been leading. So teams haven't been needing to throw the ball against them. They've taken advantage against their really poor run defense that actually ranks dead last, according to the DVOA metrics. And yeah, Cam Akers has improved, right? But it hasn't been the most efficient. And I do believe the Rams are going to be trailing in this game. So that's going to lead to Baker Mayfield throwing the ball more consistently, having to kind of pad those passing yard stats that are very, very low at 188 and a half. I think there will be ample opportunities because Sean McVay clearly with just one day of practice put trust in Baker Mayfield with 35 attempts for 230 last week. And again, I get it was a Raiders defense a little bit different of a dynamic compared to Green Bay. Eight opposing quarterbacks out of 13 games have gone over this against the Packers. And the big thing that also stood out, too, is you look at their completions, you look at their attempts, but what about the completion percentage? So when they are throwing the ball consistently, a lot of these passes are being completed. Over 73% of the passes their opponents are throwing have been completed. That dead last over the course of the last three games. Overall in the year, they rank 22nd with over a 66% clip. So I'm thinking they're going to be trailing and need to throw it a lot, and Baker will be able to do it and pad it enough to get over 188 and a half. I think he gets into the low 200. So I like that play, guys. And I, I had a strong lean if we're sticking on Baker to his pass attempts over 30, and the hook is the number I saw, minus 120 to the over at DraftKings, a little bit earlier at least. Uh, the Rams, again, it comes down to Sean McVay trusting a quarterback. And even Wolford, we saw, have a lot of pass attempts in one of his games. So it's not Perkins. It's not necessarily a completely unreliable thrower, right? It's someone who clearly showed he can be put in a pressure spot with this Rams team. What do you have to lose if you're Los Angeles? I think Sean McVay lets him uh, let it fly, basically. But just a little bit more confidence in the passing yards. Of course, you could accumulate those big chunk plays more so than consistent passing. So that's why Lena tad a bit more to the passing yards. I still like the attempts, but the official play was the passing yards for Mayfield. You bring up some good points, and when you look at this last game against the Raiders, I think it was 14 receptions between Tutu Atwell and Ben Scrowenneck. Which one of those guys do you think benefits the most if Baker, after having a couple more days to, to really get with McVay and, and figure out what he likes, what McVay likes, which one of those guys do you think benefits the most? Yeah, that's tough, right? Because it also see, I mean, like Jefferson was getting some looks too, but Ben obviously came up with a big catch. And I know Jefferson did at the end of the game. You know, I typically stay away from these receiver props unless it's out of the backfield because a lot of times it can be so sporadic or the numbers very much adjusted for these guys because if you have a premier target, typically that number is going to catch up. So a lot of times maybe you look to fade them, but, you know, I think maybe Tutu Atwell, based on just because his number's pretty low, I think his receptions, it's two and a half, if I'm not mistaken. That would maybe be somewhat I would look to take advantage of, especially if you fall into the same line of thinking as myself, that they're going to be trailing and need to pass it. That could be a target that could find himself open and taking advantage of a lower prop mark if it's at that two and a half spot. Danny, we were talking about receiving props for Green Bay and um, looking at a couple of these guys. Uh, my thought was Alan Lazard and or Randall Cobb having a successful day. I, I know that you were looking at Sean Christian Watson for a first touchdown. We brought it up with Pritch. Watson also at the top of Pritch's mind. From a receiving prop standpoint, which of those guys do you think will be having the more successful night for Green Bay? Yeah, I mean, look, Christian Watson's kind of such a unique receiver because it seems like a lot of his sample size, he's finding six when he gets his touchdown. So, Honestly, maybe a unique way to go about it if you want to go with Christian Watson and you're not getting that much value on an anytime touchdown, maybe look at his longest reception because it seems like when him and Aaron Rodgers are connecting, it's on a very big play. And the Rams have been a little bit, uh, I guess, I guess you could just say they've been regressing in the secondary as of late this season, right? I mean, going up against Jalen Ramsey never is easy, but the Rams are bottom tier in against the pass this season. They rank 23rd according to DVOA. So I think the run game is going to be limited, so to speak, for the Packers, and they're going to have to be forced to throw it. Maybe not even forced, but they're just going to want to because that's where they're going to have success against this defense. And that could open up the door for Watson in that regard for a longest reception or touchdown opportunity. If you're looking for consistency and getting a lot of reps and targets, 
Lazard's probably your guy, I would imagine. That's how I would look. I would maybe go over receptions for Lazard, but for the bigger plays, it would have to be Watson or to get that anytime touchdown score. Do you have any strategy with these first touchdown scorers at all, like in a general sense? I mean, because I like betting them. They're kind of fun, but like at the same time, man, like it seems pretty random to a certain extent. Yeah, it it really is. If I'm going to be doing anything with a touchdown, typically I'm looking for an anytime touchdown price, and I'm going to want it to be even money or better. And, you know, the last time the Rams played, I was very fortunate. I had Cam Akers anytime touchdown at plus 180. So, uh, barely got there, but hey, we'll take it any way we can get it. And you know what? I don't hate the idea of looking at Acres once again because plus one eighty five is the number. And I mentioned to you guys, you know, Green Bay dead last in DVOA against the run. So if they get into the red zone, being the Rams, I think they're probably going to go with a couple of handoffs there to Cam Acres. I mean, the Rams are fourth in red zone running offense. Green Bay is 17th defensively against the run when they reach the red zone. The Packers allowing over one rushing touchdown per game and two over the course of the last three games. Akers has been getting every single red zone snap the past three games. Malcolm Brown got one, but I think they were alongside each other once they got into the red zone. So uh, I like the value still over plus 180. If you do want to delve into that market, Cam Akers was the guy standing out to me. Yeah, three of his four rushing touchdowns in the last two weeks. So obviously, Whatever him and McVay had going on early in the year, they've gotten over it. Here's one thing. We only got about 30 seconds left that I wish they would do, and hopefully you're in favor of this. Why can't they just keep the first touchdown prop to after the coin flip? (laughs) That's a good point. You know, I I know some of these, well, at least out in my neck of the woods, a lot of times they'll still give you kind of the in-game chance to do that after the coin flip. I know in Vegas it's a little bit scarce sometimes with these props, but for us, fortunately, you can do the next touchdown score. So, hey, maybe you'll have to make a call. We can hook you up sometime, Sean. We'll get you figured out with that uh, prop. Good stuff, man. (laughs) See you later, Danny. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Take care. You can see Danny on Saturdays with me. We'll be back here on Primetime. You need a gift? Well, VSIN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only 79 bucks. You're going to get access to everything we do from now through the Big Dance sign up today. You'll receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Check out everything we have to offer as a pro subscriber. You get tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, and more. It's a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. Get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness at vsin.com slash subscribe. I am Jonathan Von Tobel, not Tim Murray, filling in for Tim here over the next couple of days. Sean King's here as well. What's up? I keep forgetting to put my uh, Cam Akers, thanks to Danny Burke, yeah. anytime touchdown play in. Okay. So, getting it in now? Yes. Yeah, so, so should I add a Ram then? I, I was told that maybe I should add, add a Ram. Ooh, I have two. Plus 220 on Akers, too. Yeah, I have two Green Bay Packers to score a touchdown. I've got Alan Lazard and uh, what was my other one? Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. Those are my two. Going a little little bit deeper on the board. Lazard's like 8-1, to one, so it's not that deep. I'll go with Akers. I'm going to follow you on that. How about that? Yeah. Plus 220. It's worth it. Anytime. Touchdown. Yeah. Let's be friends. We'll cheer for each other. Unless, of course, it's you know the Green Bay Packers, then I'll cheer for myself. But still. See, this is thrilling. Yeah. All right. I'm in. Cam Akers. Wait. Boom. Wait. Cam Akers? Yeah. I got plus 220. Oh, anytime. Anytime. That's right. Touchdown. Okay. Yeah. I'll go anytime. I was going to go first. Go anytime. See, hmm, 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 hmm. We can get yes, nos here at Circa. Forgot about that. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. Something to cheer for here. Do you want an update on the NBA game that I'm watching all by myself? Well, yeah. Uh, also, we can get that on the TV. Um, I think it's the Cavs game you're watching. It is the Cavs Jazz game. Yes. It is Donovan Mitchell's revenge game, by the way, his first matchup with his old team. Nice. Uh, so there's storyline to it. And uh, Donovan Mitchell seems to be taking the narrative very seriously. 11 points, 4 of 6, shooting 3 of 4 from 3-point range early on. So he's already played 8 minutes. He's on the bench right now. But uh, the Cavs have a 24-19 lead. should also note that the 76ers up very quickly. 19-12, 3-14 left to go in the first quarter in their game with the Toronto Raptors. We have a couple of games that are set to tip off. Actually, sorry, just one 4-30 tip today. Orlando on the road against Atlanta. The hottest team in the NBA, Sean. 
the Orlando Magic. Nice. Winners of six straight. Paolo Banchero, he, baby. He's been awesome. This last yeah. game against uh, Boston on Sunday, he was absolutely incredible. Uh, over 30 points. I think he was seven of nine from three-point range. I'll double-check that one. But they've won six straight. They've covered seven straight. Just swept a weekend series in Boston. And tonight, tonight, they get the Atlanta Hawks. And I know we have NFL football coming up. And for those of you that are just tuning in, uh, we had Danny Burke on. He loves Baker Mayfield over 188 Mm -hmm. and a half passing yards. Um, JVT loves Alan Lazard tonight, uh, wide receiver from the Packers. Danny also gave us something that me and JVT are rolling with. That's Cam Akers anytime touchdown. He has rushed for three touchdowns in the last two games, two versus the Seahawks, one versus the Raiders. Plus 220, I think, is good value. As uh, Danny mentioned, in the red zone, he's been the primary ball carrier for this Rams team. So just wanted to make sure you guys are all caught up on what we have going on in the NFL. But back to your NBA and I think sometimes, like, people kind of get a little disenfranchised when they feel like rich athletes are acting richy. Okay. And I think over the last three years, kind of the NBA's elite players have kind of been acting richy. Uh, I want to get paid, but I don't want to stay with this team. I'm going to decide before the year that, you know, 20% of the games I'm not going to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're overlooking the fact, man, this rookie class looks like it has some immense potential to kind of create this next wave uh, of player. I mean, Bonchero looks the real deal. Mathurin in Indiana mm-hmm. looks like the – Mathurin looks like the real deal. Uh, the kid from Purdue that's in Detroit. I mean, he's, shown, he's yep. shown – like, there have been some guys, and I know I'm probably leaving out a couple, that, I mean, really look like, you know, they're going to be significant contributors now and moving forward in the National Basketball Association. Yeah, and I think it's also a big picture topic. Like, I think kids are playing their sports earlier and earlier. Mm -hmm. So they're entering these leagues now, like, ready to go. Like, these rookie classes overall the last couple of seasons for the NBA have been freaking deep, and these kids are good players. Like, a a lot of them are. It's not just, like, one or two dudes who are hitting. It's, like, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys. Like, you're having trouble, media members, deciding who's on the all-rookie teams, like, first and second teams. Which is a good problem. right, Right. because there's, like, 20 guys that are maybe worth consideration. So it's interesting, too, you bring this up. So Rookie of the Year right now, Vancaro at some spots is minus 590. Uh, The cool thing that can be found, Circa has this up. They don't have it up. Look at me. Uh, The top three guys are the guys. And listen, we didn't have this segment planned. I I was, like, just going by what little – like, <laughs> yeah. I've watched of the NBA, and those are the three names, and those are the three favorites. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Well, I just, no, just a cool way to attack it. Uh, they don't have it up now. What Circa's been doing is they've just been hanging a Will Bancaro win rookie of the year, yes or no. Right. So you can get the field if you want, or you can lay it with Paolo Bancaro. So I'll have to see when they hang this back up uh, what that updated price is going to be. I haven't checked it for a couple of weeks. The last time I looked, it was like about $3, like $3 or something like that in favor now, of Bancaro. Now, Shaden Sharp sits there at 250 I don't know anything about him statistically. I do know as I browse the highlights, he seems to be spectacular yeah. at finishing around the rim. If something was to happen to Bonchero, whether it be a sprained ankle or something that created him to miss extended period, does he have this thing so wrapped up that somebody can't catch fire post All Star break and make a run? Oh no, I think like Matherin would probably be the guy to get him. I think if like Jaden Ivy too, to your point, like he's got the explosive ability. No, if he's if he gets hurt, there is a, a very good chance that somebody's going to overtake him. It'd mm-hmm. probably be Matherin if mm-hmm. that's the case. The problem with a guy like Shaden Sharp is he's only averaging like twenty minutes a game. Okay. He's only averaging like eight and two. Yeah, yeah, so he's not yeah. really doing too much statistically. He is freaking awesome though. Yeah. I always say. That is, it was the greatest summer league shot I've ever seen. I was sta- I was standing there on the sideline, and Shaden Sharp hit like a revert, like a reverse, like or a fadeaway, like baseline jumper, and it was the smoothest thing I'd ever seen. And then he hurt, then he got hurt, and walked back to the locker room. Right. He's he's gonna be freaking great. He's gonna be freaking awesome. I can't wait for it. Something to be said about Dukies too, by the way. We just produce ballers. Shaden Sharp can go to Duke. I'm talking about Ben Sherry. Oh, okay. The, I was going to say. $5 favorite. Yeah. I mean, Sharp technically went to Kentucky, but didn't play a game right. his rookie year. So. I actually, I keep saying this. I have to get over to the Vegas. So, if you guys are in Las Vegas, the presumed number two pick in the upcoming draft oh, plays yeah. for our G team, our G League team, right? Yeah, G League. Uh, the Ignite out here, right? Yeah, the Ignite, yeah. yes. That was the name I was looking for. I got to get over and check him out. I heard he's a pretty good player. Our own Ben Wilson is on the call for those yeah. games as well. How about that? If you haven't uh, been to the Dollar Loan Center, it's pretty dope. Too. I've only been once. It wasn't for an actual event. It is pretty nice, though, Yeah, uh, from what I've I seen. I went for an arena game and for a hockey game. Yeah. 
Uh, one of the guys at our Cigar Lounge has tickets for all of that stuff. So okay. I like it over there. Uh, all right, quick update uh, on the National Football League, too. You mentioned all of the props and plays that we have um, considering or, and or have considered. Uh, I wanted to note that this total is starting to rise here a little bit as well. Uh, we're at 40 right now in multiple spots. A couple of 39 and a are still hanging out there. Uh, but the move here was opened up 41, got to as low as 39 and a half. And we're starting to see some money as we approach kickoff uh, for this thing, maybe going over the total as we were at 40 at multiple spots. And it seems like I'd probably say like Circa still at 39 and a half and others probably going to be closing consensus of 40. So we're getting that thing to come back up here. And I would generally agree with that. You're the one that's played in cold weather. But I think that the general public tends to overreact to cold. And as we talked about multiple times, it's more about wind and precipitation that affects scoring as opposed to coldness. And I think that this might be a higher scoring game than people would initially think, you especially know, with the I, I just thought of something, and uh, I don't know if anyone can look it up that, that, that's in production Let's for see. prime time. I would like to compare the touchdown rate in the red zone as we sit right now Okay. To past years in the National Football League. I feel like from a total standpoint, that's where the NFL is really, really struggling. I feel like there are so many offenses that get in the red zone and just can't get it in the end zone. Like they're selling for field goals or they're going for the fourth down for no reason, but it's not resulting in touchdowns. Like our producer, Britton, his primetime standing bet is over three and a half field goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's just, I would love, because you've seen the big plays that happen outside the red zone, but you know, I'd be very interested to see statistically where where that number is compared to years past. Because I definitely feel like the red zone struggle is real for a bunch of offenses this year. So I can say, let's see, this is only one year, but we'll give you an example from this year, last year. So this year we have three teams that are converting their red zone um, possessions to touchdowns over 70% of the time. So that is Detroit, that is Dallas, that is Philadelphia. Those are the top three teams in terms of red zone scoring percentage touchdowns only. Last season, not a single team was over 70%. In fact, the league leader was Buffalo at 66. So this year you got three teams that at the top are converting over 70% of the time. Having said that, the bottom of it, like a team like New England, for example, or the Indianapolis Colts converting at 45 and 37.8%, those are the bottom two teams. The bottom two teams last year converted at 46 and 44%. Right. So it does seem the worst, like the bad teams mm-hmm. are much worse than at least the last season yeah. to that point. And shout out to everybody in Detroit. I thought like Hard Knocks was just hype. And, you know, we were feeling good because we like Dan Campbell and we want Aaron Glenn to be successful. And uh, But I mean, Detroit looks like the real deal. Come on, man. Restore the roar. Let's get the Lions in the playoffs. It'd be fun. They got a good offense. They got a good offense. I think I'd be down with that. All right. Come back. We have plenty left to get to here the show, including updating your guys' bowl contest to see who's getting out of this group stage. And we're approaching closer and closer to kickoff. We'll see how these lines are moving as we get to Monday Night Football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. Never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back here on Prime Primetime, I'm Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Tim Murray. Sean here in his usual spot. All right, bowl contest for you guys. So I thought... I was talking to you before they got the, on the show. I thought this was like a group thing where you guys were on teams and like you and Tim were like the captains and you had a whole bunch of people. Not the case. So this is a group that's thing. That's what I wanted, but yeah. that's not how it played out. I was overruled. Tim overruled you, huh? No, it was more Britain. This is Britain's what? baby. Yeah, wow. This is Britain's baby. And it's just like the World Cup. Okay. So we're, we're, it's my group, it's Tim's group, but we're, everyone's independent. There's a round robin going on. I think our initial group of bowls goes through December 21st. Mm-hmm. We all had to submit our picks. and I have this as three games remain in phase one of the group stage. Right. So you get three points for a win. I think one point for a push, no points for a loss. Okay. So I am three down from Stormy. So here's what's interesting about this. Depending on what side me and Stormy have, I might not be able to advance. Because if we have the same thing. Do you get to see each other's picks? Oh, but but again, okay, I forgot that. This is the first round of the group stage. Right. There's another group of 13 games that's also part of the group stage. Okay. So I will have a chance to catch up. Oh, but you got plenty of time. As far as our last three in this one, uh, I'm just depending on who has what. You know, it might be interesting strategically, you know, just depending on where we end up, you might have to, you know, go opposite. Oh, yeah. In a couple situations. Do you get to see each other's picks before? No. Oh, okay. I mean, you, at, at some point, if you want to make up ground, if you're behind, yeah, you'll have to go maybe, if All you right. can find it in such a small group, a contrarian play. You might have to. I don't even know what games I won and I lost. I felt like I, I won all my games, but so I know pe- I lost Boise State and Cincy because uh-huh. uh, Boise some kind of way just didn't show up in the first half of the game. I don't really know why. I had UConn today. I did. 28-0. And bode well. They came away. I mean, they even, they didn't even cover the closing number. <laughs> I think the closing number was what, 11 and a half, 12? They, didn't, they yeah. didn't cover that. They tried. They fought gallantly. I wish they could have got that last touchdown and, and made it a 28 21 final. But uh, so is life. So, I'm 5 and 4. Okay, so I took SMU over BYU. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did that. It's all right. Yeah. You got plenty of time left. So tomorrow we got two bowls. Uh, to set the table for who's on what in the uh, Potato Bowl. Uh, ethically, is this okay? Tim on the sideline for a game? I don't know about this. Uh, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State. Uh, Kenny White, Tim, <clears throat> excuse me, Murray, uh, Thor Nystrom, and Jared Smith, Lee, Lee, something like that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> there, there it is. There's three names there. Jared Lee Smith, uh, all on Eastern Michigan plus four and a half. Sean, uh, there is just Wilbo here. I'm sorry, I don't know Wilbo's full name. Um, Joe Fordbaugh and Storm Bonatoni all on San Jose State, minus four and a half. And then the Boca Raton Bowl, which is actually going to kick off while we're on the air for 30, I believe. Wilbo, Stormy, Jared all on Toledo, minus four and a half. You, Tim, Kenny, Joe, and Thor all on Liberty, plus four and a half. So the two games there, get some good even. Do you get any, how much lopsided action do you get here? 
I mean, that's the thing is, to your point, you got to find a way yeah. to gauge the Unless room. You fall behind. Right, and try to go contrarian. But it's hard to, in such a small group, to find a play, which, like, how many people you got involved here? What am I counting? Ten? Uh, whatever it is. Eight, yeah. Eight. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to find a play in which, like, six or seven people are on the other side. So my only criticism, because I love competition. Yeah. I'm an athlete. I'm a coach. So I come from a space where we keep score. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times in broadcasting, you know, people have these opinions and just based on the machine behind them, you know, you kind of celebrate and scream out the successes, then you whisper the failures. Like when you come from the sports, like playing side, like if I tell somebody that my junior year of high school, I went off in the high school football playoffs, they still 20 some years later can get online and pull up exactly what I did in that particular game. And so I, we try and implement that a lot on primetime. We have our cigar bets and stuff because we want to know, you know, like where are we? Like as far as being a success, you know, in, in this space. And we've been doing pretty good. I will say this. The frustrating thing for me, JVT, in this particular contest was I'm going to win or lose or get out of the group and not be able to have the games that I feel really strongly about Later, play a factor. Okay. Yes, because the group stage is early, so I'm gonna be judged on Eastern Washington, San Jose State. I have no opinion whatsoever. I wouldn't bet that with your money, but it's right. gonna factor into where do I get out of the group? Same thing with SMU BYU. You ought to never bet that game in real. I would have never bet Louisville Cincinnati. Okay, you know, so yeah. I, it's kind of yeah, you know, it's kind of some. I gotta put some context. You know, I put the asterisks at the bottom of the context. Right. Hey. <laughs> Or you get out of group. I believe in you. Or you just get out of the group stage. Right. I'm trying. I'm you fighting. Got... I'm scratching. I'm clawing. I got Jamie Chadwell on the phone this weekend. See what he thinks about his <laughs> Liberty team. Got my guy Jason Candle on the phone with Toledo. What do you think about the Rockets? We, we're trying to figure it out. Wow. I love the contest. I love keeping score. I, I wish the, the media aspect of the sports world did it more. Like and... You can go and look up exactly, okay, what – did Femi think of the Patriots Falcons Super Bowl? What was his halftime live bet? Um, have you heard our? <laughs> I was going to say, first off, Femi in the back catching strays for no reason at all. Has this group so. That's why lot, I chose him. Well, a lot of you guys weren't here. Have you, have you guys heard the famous Brent Musburger story about that Falcons Patriots Super Bowl? Uh oh, what was so it? So it was our first Super Bowl here at VSIN, it was our first broadcast here at VSIN. And so he had the Falcons in that game. So they're up 28 to three and humans tells the story. Great. We were all sitting in the, in the glass booth at the, so at the South point, Brent gets up, gets his trench coat on. He had a trench coat that day. Remember vividly puts on like a top hat, walks to the door. He goes, turn out the lights, folks. Party's over. And he walks out the door. Falcons up 28 to three. <laughs> and he had the Falcons. He had the Falcons. <laughs> Uh, lights oh did not, they did not God. turn the lights off. Uh, the lights stayed on, and uh, the rest is history. It's a good story. I would love to see where the, what the discrepancies in the money and the ticket count for that game. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the, it, it's interesting with the Patriots because although they were so successful, they were this dynasty, they also were an evil empire. Of course. Like, so some of the public money was just, we hate Belichick, we hate Brady. Like, yeah. Because together, no one liked them. Yep. Either you were a Patriots fan or you did not like the Patriots. Like, it didn't matter if what your team was. If you weren't a Patriots fan, you didn't like the Patriots. Uh, well, I, as a Colts fan growing up, I mean, right. I despised, oh, I despised yeah. the Patriots. Absolutely. I remember standing up in the middle of a Buffalo Wild Wings, flipping double birds to people in the uh, the fourth and two game. Remember? Uh, on a Sunday night against the Indianapolis Speaking Colts. Of weather, yeah. they got some cold oh. playoff contests between the Colts and Patriots. Oh, the, uh, the, the stupid slow-mo <laughs> highlight of Teddy Bruschi going, oh. Like breathing, you know, breathing his breath all over the place. That guy stinks. That's awesome. Uh, anyway, also on that Super great Bowl. Great story since, by Brent. It's, it was a great moment. I love that Super Bowl. It was great. Did he also, come back? No, he left for the day. He was done. <laughs> <laughs> he literally dipped. It was all over with. Oh, man. Party was over. It turns out it wasn't the case. And that was the first time I've ever seen Brent in a trench coat. That was the other thing. I've never seen him in anything else since then. Uh, all right. Uh, really quickly, as we are um, waiting to see, can I also say, since we're talking about the Super Bowl, one of my favorite ever cross-sport prop caches, it was at South Point, it was the Battle of Beantown, they called it. It was Patriots points versus Isaiah Thomas points in that game. I think it was the day before or whatever. And Isaiah Thomas ended up scoring like 33 points. And I'm like, well, I'm screwed. Like, this is ridiculous. You're down 28-3. to three. 
and I bet on the Patriots, they cashed in overtime. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I love, love those, those stories, man. I just, you never know in this thing, man. I gave out Colts as my upset player of the week on You were good Friday for a while. And 33 to 0 at the half wasn't enough. Oh, we also have, let's, you want to throw this up really quickly um, before we get out of here? So, you guys have also have a confidence bowl thing yeah. going on here. It's I'm, just I'm you gonna, and Tim, I'm correct? Win the, yeah, I'm going to win this. Okay. Yeah. So, you see the current standings. Tim has uh, 223 total points. Sean has 210. But if you look at it and you see the total number of points already assigned, 276 to 245 for Sean. Tim's earned 80% of his points, but Sean, 85.7. You've got a little bit more in terms of points remaining. So I would say you are on the inside track at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to crush this. And Tim also lost his most confidence selection Yeah, him already, losing correct? Jackson State hurts. Yeah. yeah. I That's think my, my, my 40-point is LSU. Okay. Yeah. What's, a, what's on the line here? Another cigar thing? Got to up yeah, the ante. I think it's a uh, – well, we got a lot of cigar bets. I mean, you got to up the ante, though. We got to talk – They like owe me like eight cigars Embarrassing year. outfits – you know, yeah, I can't. things like that. Oh, he he lost everything. He had to show up in all orange one day last. He he talks a big game, but I I, I run him. I, I own him. He holds it together. I've never heard Tim get angry. It's a really good thing. <laughs> all right, we'll take our break. <laughs> we'll come back. We got plenty left to get to here in prime time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.